The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Less is More series. And for my next guest is Diane Ray. She is one of the founders of mindbodyspirit.fm. Gee, that sounds familiar. <laughs> That's where I have my podcast through. So I invited Diane on to talk about Less is More, to give more guidance and support on things that she's learned throughout her career because she's worked with amazing thought leaders such as Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra, and Louise Hay, just to name a few. So tune in and set your intentions to let go and receive more in your life with Less Is More series. Hello, new and true friends. I am April Wyatt, the founder of Living With Intention. And what I love about my work, and I don't even consider it work, but it's the ability to bring forward content that is new and creative, that makes you think outside of the box about your well-being. And so this is why I'm bringing forward this series Less is more, where we are looking at ways you can experience less stress in your life so that you can have more. And when I'm saying having more, I'm talking about more focus, clarity, creativity, and most importantly, more joy. Because isn't that what we all want in our lives? to feel free, happy, and alive. Yeah, I really want you to put your attention on your intention about that. And so today's guest, Diane Ray, is truly an inspiration when it comes to living with intention. With over 30 years of radio and podcasting experience, she is an amazing advocate for holistic health. And part of her journey involved working with Louise Hay with Hay House Publishing as the network manager and producer of Hay House Radio. And she also had the opportunity to work with and interview legendary new thought and spiritual leaders, including Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, and Caroline Mice just to name a few. And I think I butchered Caroline's last name. In 2019, Diane launched the mindbodyspirit.fm. Where is that? that? That sounds very familiar, right? For those of you who listen on the podcast. 
with her amazing business partner, Tina Williamson. And together they provide podcast listeners with curated consciousness content that focuses on the areas of self-care, personal growth, health, and mental health, just to name a few. And it's all in one place, right? It's your one-stop shop. So if you're watching on YouTube, check it out. You know, there's so much there. Of course, I'm there, but so many amazing uh, thought leaders and um, teachers in different practices. So check that out. And so that's what inspired me to become part of their network, right? Is that community? Because, you know, I love co-creating community through this beautiful space. And today, Diane and I are here to co-create with you as together we continue to work from the inside out. So welcome, Diane. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you so much for inviting me on the show and the podcast. And and just to tell you, it is Carolyn Mace. <laughs> so you I know next time. Make that mistake. I didn't want to correct I'm you. Human. I'm human, people. So <laughs> everybody makes that uh, that mis mispronunciation because her name is just such a an odd spelling. But she's an amazing yes. teacher that I was lucky enough to uh, work with and, and interact with. Um, mm. So I definitely learned a lot from Carolyn Mace. Yes, and. Uh, that was one of the questions, actually, I have on my little list for you about your experiences working with these new age, right, thought leaders. Um, can you just describe how that unfolded for you? How did you get to Hay House, first and foremost? And then what were those experiences working with those individuals? Well, I came to Hay House uh, through my radio career, actually, I was working at KPBS here in San Diego at their, I guess you would call it the N NPR outlet there, you know, the KPBS uh, affiliate. And one part of my, it was kind of a part-time job. So I was looking for a full-time job too. And when I would listen to Morning Edition and All Things Considered, mm -hmm. in between the stories, I would look on job forums <laughs> to try to find a job. So I was looking on Monster, I think, and I saw an ad that said radio producer Hay House. And I was familiar with Hay House because I've always been interested in spirituality and self-development. And I had, you know, the self-help section of books at home, you know, my shelf of all my mm -hmm. different favorites. So I contacted them. And at the time it was just great timing because they were launching an online radio network. They had just gotten it started, so I, I kind of came aboard that way from my background previously in radio. So it was yeah. kind of a dream come true to be able to combine, you know, two things I, that I loved, radio, and also to be able to dig in more into those teachings. Yes, I would say so you manifested that. <laughs> right, you manifested that, you know. Uh, yeah, that's it, very it exciting. Was really great timing. Mm hmm. And so with this less is more approach and, and thinking about working with those thought leaders, uh, how can you see that applying uh, for other people in their lives? That's interesting. If 
I guess to apply that principle, I, I did put out that intention. I, I, I kind of wanted to see what would happen without attaching too much to the outcome, you know, just waiting to see, okay, what is in the best and highest good for me? And Mm -hmm. every day I would look at different job boards and trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I wasn't sure, is this kind of a turning point? Cause I had spent, you know, a good 20 years or so in terrestrial radio, you know, I worked at different rock stations and things like that. And so I'm, I'm wondering, is this a big shift? You know, is this an end of one thing, the beginning of another? So kind of just waiting to see, you know, what would happen. And I, you know, I applied and sent a thank you note, you know, just kind of, I didn't want to bombard them, even though I really wanted the job. I just didn't want to be that harassing person that would turn them off. So just kind of waiting to see what would happen. And then later after I had been at, at Hay House for a little while, I met a, an author, a great, he's a great meditation teacher named David G. And he shared with me a quote and I have it on my desk and it says, do you have the patience to wait until your mud settles and the water is clear and the right action arises by itself? And I, I always try to use that because it's so true. Sometimes we push, push, push for something that we want it so badly, and it may not be in our best and, and highest good. So sometimes you have to kind of wait for those things to work out. And that's always been a lesson for me because I'm I'm not the most patient person at all. <laughs> I want it to happen right now. <laughs> so yes. I had to, but I have it right here on my desk. And I believe it's Lao Tzu, uh, that quote. I'm sure it is. Yeah. And that's, I think that's a, what people, they see so many things, right? Whether it's internet, whether it's, you know, somebody sharing information verbally, what have you, and it, they just jump at it instead of pausing, reflecting, where am I at? You know, so less mental clutter as the mud, uh, allowing that to settle and that way we can have more focus and and be basically more present in the moment exactly and that's something louise hay would always say the point of power is in the present moment and i always remembered that lesson from her as well because she was such an an inspiration to me by defying so many norms and beliefs that, you know, first of all, a woman couldn't start a big publishing company, especially in her sixties, which is unheard of, you know, you're over the hill and and past your expiration date. A lot of times is the belief, but that's being overturned every day by different people. So I would, I would take a lot of uh, inspiration from that, you know, and watch her, and it's true because really the point of power is only we can only control what's happening right now instead of worrying about the past or stressing about the future where we have no control. So that's always another great lesson to keep in mind. You can't yeah, force it, it. Exactly. And I and you just said control. And I think that's the big aspect of to ask even ourselves, you know, I, I always say invite, you know, curiosity to our thoughts. Uh, you know, why am I wanting to control this so badly? Why am I wanting this person to behave a different way or be, have a situation be 
you know, changed because I'm feeling uncomfortable. So wanting that control, which really takes our power away. It kind of reminds me, I just got a vision of those, uh, the Chinese handcuffs, you know, where you put the little, your fingers in there and you're just pulling to get out. What do you have to do? You have to relax and allow the fingers to come forward in order to pull out of that. So I think that's what's happening with the mental. It's true. It's a good lesson because it's so easy to get overwhelmed. And I question myself all the time and, you know, over the past few years in, you know, launching a a podcast network, working with a business partner, things I had never done before and some things I, I can't control. And you are thrown so much information and, oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing this. (laughs) And you can, it's easy to get buried and you just become paralyzed really if you let all of that pile on, pile on. So this is a really great lesson that less, less is more. And sometimes you just have to stop and wait and see what's going to happen. Yeah. Invite that pause. And, and also, you know, just even the mind body connection, even when we're up in our heads, I say, we just drag our bodies around, you know, it's just the body's just trying to keep up as we're trying to focus on the future or the past, you know, just very scattered, Uh, you know, where are we present in our bodies and how is the body feeling? Uh, Because it's constantly responding to our thoughts. Right. No, I experienced that all the time. And I think a lot of us also learned a big lesson over the pandemic where we had to stop Many of us, you know, we didn't have offices to go to or things were shut down, jobs changed, and there was a lot of confusion and and transition. But I think it did force a lot of people to stop and really think about what do I really want? Is this really making me happy? What changes can I make? And then you've seen a lot of people, some people left jobs or relationships that didn't serve them anymore out of out of that experience because probably for for many of us nobody had stopped until that time because we're we're told society tells us we have to keep going keep pushing i mean look at look at us as a country we don't even take vacations mm-hmm. you know like europeans laugh at us because they're enjoying you know a month where they you know so other other people understand that it's important to do that and unfortunately we i think collectively put importance on so many other things you know we have to get this we have to keep up with people i have to show the perfect life on social media and mm. you, know, you know keep up that and and that's exhausting yeah it's it's so true i mean people feel like they ran a marathon that day and they didn't even leave their house <laughs> right yeah so the the mental you know just really weighs down on the body uh so inviting that that pause the best you can um, and just be curious you know yes i agree and it's a struggle i mean i i don't want people to think oh you know you have it all figured out or you know something 
you know, oh, I know something better. I mean, I struggle too. I mean, I try to, you know, have a meditation practice and mm-hmm. do I do it every day? No, <laughs> you know, to be honest, I tr- I try, I have that, I have the, the intention because, because I know how beneficial it is. And even at the end of a day, you know, doing so much computer work, I try to make sure at least I take a walk, you know, a quiet walk without noise or loud music or anything like that and just try to be with my thoughts. So just trying to put little doable things into your day where you can take a minute. Uh, but but it's hard and, and I don't always succeed in that. But I, I think it's important that we slow down a little bit and um, and have that, have a pause, like you said, take that break. Yeah. And, and I so appreciate you and your transparency and honesty saying that, Hey, even me, you know, with being a businesswoman and a professional and, you know, working in this community, uh, even though it is, you know, holistic health and all that, there are things to do that still need to be done. And then it's maybe even a person asking themselves, well, how am I approaching it? How am I interacting with the task that I'm doing while I'm doing it? Uh, So that way we're both more focused and less stress, less scattered thoughts about all the other things that still need to be done. Right. There's always going to be something that needs to be done. Always. Always. And there's laundry I'm doing right now <laughs> that will need to be done. Something needs to be folded. You know, there'll always be those tasks and things that we have to accomplish every day. And yeah, just trying not to o- overwhelm ourselves and try to get everything done at once or feeling that pressure. I think we're all under so much pressure. We're all under so much stress. And really stress is the root of, I think, almost every illness, disease, you could probably, if you tracked everything back, you know, that's what feeds everything is that, that stress. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's killing us as a society. It's too much. Yeah. It really brings back to, you know, the mental health and mental health a lot of people think about it as the labels of mental health diagnoses, but it's really about finding that balance. And, you know, when, when you can uh, find yourself more in that, it's kind of like a, you know, trauma vortex or all the things, right. That overwhelm. And then you realize where you're at inviting that pause, take a breath and then shifting the focus to what feels good right now, what feels better. You know, you have a list of things to do, yes, but on that list, what what feels easy versus Yeah, do the easy one first. <laughs> yeah. And and you probably see that in your work, you know, doing Reiki and working with people energetically, that, you know, if we're if we're not paying attention and, and slowing down a little bit, I mean, we'll just burn out. And more Mm -hmm. and more of us are, which is good for you, I guess, because we'll seek out healers like you to help (laughs) us because we're so burnt out. And, and I think I like that you brought that up, but also I want people to understand, you know, it's about building emotional intelligence. 
It's about recognizing when you your cup is bone dry. Right? It's starting to crack there, people. And, you know, it's like, okay, I need to fill my cup. What what can I do to fill my cup and give back to myself? And then that will help, uh, you know, build that foundation of resiliency to stress as you build your emotional intelligence too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. That's true. Even little things, you know, walking the dog, you know, spending time with with animals, spending time outside. I think so many of us are are trapped inside way too often. Humans weren't meant to sit, you know, and I do it too. I'm I'm guilty of sitting in front of computers and things like that. I just think we weren't, we weren't meant to live that way. Mm -hmm. So you have to be aware or intentional that, okay, I've I've been here too long. I need to move. Um, I, you know, I need to get outside even for a minute, take a drive, something. Because I think we're just, I, I think, what was it? Sitting is the new smoking I read not too long ago. <laughs> because we're just not, we're too sedentary. We're just not moving yes. and getting out and breathing. And we're seeing the results of that with so many people sick, mental illness on the rise. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a lot to to think about. Exactly. And with the less is more, Uh, I'm curious about your thoughts of how, when a person is in that overwhelm and not just the walking or, you know, distracting with better feeling thoughts, when they have all of that coming at them, um, what do you recommend or what have you done for yourself in those moments? Without any kind of, uh, you know, medication, (laughs) I'm teasing. Um, Not that maybe sometimes you don't need something like that, I guess. Yes, Um, yeah, that is supportive, you know, it is. It's a balance. If you're having a hard time. I guess I just try to be be aware of it. Like I was talking to my husband about this. I'm like, we're not meant to live this way. This is too stressful. You know, we, we need a break and uh, maybe just trying to remove, you know, things that are causing you stress. I mean, if there are people that are are sucking you dry, then there's a lot of emotional vampires out there. And and a lot of them can be family members, you know, or things like that. Not that you're going to cut these people off, but, you know, maybe limit your time around those people, those things that are really draining you and really sucking your energy, um, you know, try to listen to some music that you like, or even smells like I'm, I'm very sensitive to scents, you know, so I like to have uh, a lavender, you know, diffuser or something like that, even, even in my office to, and I find that really calming, you know, if it's uh, a, a nice clean smell like lavender or lemon, uh, sometimes that can really help. Yeah, most definitely. You know, we have, we are, we we forget we're animals. We are animals. And so we have these extra sensories happening here. And so that the smell is really important because that also um, just triggers a chemical reaction, right, in our bodies and also memories. 
You know, so by being able to, as you said, you know, have a diffuser going on, maybe uh, sit in a more darkly lit room. I have a salt lamp. I love salt lamps. Uh, have that on and just pause for a few moments, you know, taking some breaths. Yeah. It's just little things like that that you can you can incorporate. Uh, yeah, I have a little salt lamp too. Actually, I have to get a new bulb for it. The bulb burned out. But I think those are really calming. And just mm. maybe, you know, removing yourself from the, a stressful situation. Don't watch so much news, especially as we're going into an election year next year. That stresses everybody out. I mean, if I anything say, happens, you're going to find out about it, right? If there's a big story, right. you know, exactly. someone will tell you. You don't have right. to watch it. Yeah, don't worry about it, people. Somebody will tell you. Yes. Whether you want to hear it or not. (laughs) So I say no news is good news. Yes. You know, and that used to be, you know, when you don't hear from somebody, oh, they're they're busy with their lives. So no news from them is good news, because that means everything. I'm just saying across the board, no news is good news. Because then that allows you to focus on, you know, yourself. And uh, because we will, we are, we are so quick to be triggered uh, about things. And if, if you want to have less stress and tensions and really put your attention on your intention of what it is that you're wanting. And just as you said, perfectly, Diane, you know, weeding out those extra things um, that, tend to weigh you down if you can i mean i'm not saying you know cut off your mother or things like that but when people start going in that direction just say look i I don't want to i can't hear that today or let's change the subject or i have to go now (laughs) can i call you later or something like that because there are those people like that saturday night live character debbie downer that they want to share the bad news. They want to tell you what's horrible that is going on in the world. And people like it. I mean, the the term misery loves company is is true because there's kind of a grain of truth in that. So if you can try to limit that as much as possible, you know, people that do stress you out uh, and the same with social media and the news, you know, like you said, I'll do a scroll in the morning of, of the news feed. Okay. This is happening. Oh no. Hurricane. Okay. Cause I have family in Florida. So I'm, I'm concerned about that. Oh, it's not going near them. Okay. So I'll try to let, I, I won't check it the rest of the day, you know, I'll, all right. Well, I see nothing major blew up in, in this moment. <laughs> so I'll let it go. But yeah, to try to manage that. And I think in the social media too, it's easy to get sucked into the the vortex of that and what other people are doing. And, oh, so-and-so's on vacation. I'm not. Well, I hate them, you know? So <laughs> you start having those feelings and, you know, trying to limit your time. And it's hard. Like when a lot of your business, a lot of it sometimes is done on social media. I mean, you have mm-hmm. to be aware of... um you know, when you're spending a little too much time on it, just being careful. Exactly. And you said something just very briefly of letting it go. And from my understanding, a lot of people, they, 
they don't realize they're still carrying it. And so then whatever that is, right? So either watching something on TV or social media or something and, and it triggers and then they go on to another conversation and they still have that within them. They, they haven't paused. They haven't let go. They haven't, you know, realigned to themselves uh, to allow that to dissipate because that is a charge in the nervous system of the body. And that's when tensions start to build, right? Right. Holding on to the anger, you know, resentment, guilt, all of those feelings that don't really serve us in the long run. I mean, we, we experience them all, but yeah, I mean, the, the more you can try to let go of those things, the, the healthier you'll be for sure. It is a challenge though. Yes, it is. And I think it's because it involves a person accepting either the circumstances or who they were at that time. Because when, when we can accept it of, for what it is, and then that's the letting go part. And right. And then, then we could move forward or see with, with more clarity right? So less of that baggage um, with acceptance and then more clarity. And I, I'm not talking about huge trauma here. I'm talking about just the everyday things that happen um, in and out of our lives. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, you might need help. I think a lot of us need help. <laughs> you know, there's certainly people that you could find, you know, to talk to, but, you know, even just in, in my experience, you know, there's a, a person in my life, a, a family member who struggles with depression and, and mental illness, like, like a lot of us are dealing with that. And there's, there's only so much that I can do. You know, you can't force people to take their medication. You know, I can't force them to change or do something you know all i can do is try to keep the door open and and be there with love and be of help with when i can but also not get caught in their in their spinning you know yeah and, and that's hard the, yeah not jump in the hole with them you right. know because because you we want, want to, to. we yeah. want we want them to feel safe we want them to feel better um when in reality as long as we stay true to ourselves and offer what we can, it's up to them to receive it or take it or, or want that for themselves. So it is challenging to watch uh, loved ones and others struggle. Don't get me wrong. Uh, it's just the more that I find I can keep with an alignment, the easier it is for me to accept their situation. Right. Exactly. There's got to be a lot of acceptance and you, you try to understand as best you can and know that it's out of your hands. And, you know, that's where, you know, maybe whatever faith tradition that you rely on that, that is helpful, you know, kind of lean into that, that can be, that can be really calming, soothing, you know, give you some comfort, but it is, it's hard, you know, you want to help people. You can't get sucked in and then just 
being being aware of that, I guess. And I'm, I mean, I'm sure so many people are in that position, whether it's a, a parent, sibling, or child, family member. You know, so many people are dealing with depression, addiction, all of those, all of those issues. It's it's a big it's a big problem. It's hard not to get sucked in. Yes, and since you are here, Diane, and you know, the one of the masterminds of <laughs> MindBodySpirit.fm, that is a beautiful, amazing, supportive community for those who are struggling or are curious, or I even say seekers. You know, they're seekers of truth. They want to know more. Uh, they they find they're inspired by those that are those um, new age teachers or um, you know spiritual leaders, and so by you building that amazing community, what have you noticed the shift happening there? Well, what we really tried to do, Tina and I, when when we came together to work on this. So my, my business partner and I met working for the unity organization. And when I first started working with unity and we built or we didn't build unity online radio, but we, we built it out, you know, a little bit more, we really tried to implement some things like the sponsorship program and we moved them to a different distribution platform, things like that. But at the time, at the beginning, when I first started working with them, I wasn't really familiar with unity and some of their philosophies and their beliefs. And what I found was that they were just very open, loving, non-judgmental, you know, really wanted to share uh, beautiful ideas to help people's lives become better. Like if you go to a unity uh, church in any city, you might hear, well, the Buddha said this, Jesus said this, you know, Paul from the Corinthians, like they, they will pull lessons from all of the faith and wisdom traditions and distill it to kind of give you, you know, this great information that really transcends all religions. I mean, I'm getting a little off more on unity, but I, I just thought that was something that was so needed. Like we all needed that, that wisdom. And so Tina and I got together and we kind of started to build this network, you know, one person at a time. And what we really wanted to do was have a place where people could find content that was inspirational and helpful whether people find inspiration and help from the angels or, you know, helping deal with their grief by working with a medium and realizing that death is not the end. It's just merely another transition, you know, to another consciousness. Although some people might think that that's just it. I mean, it just, we just wanted to offer these different ideas to meet people wherever they're at. Mm -hmm. So you can explore, like if you're a fan of a certain teacher, you know, maybe you like Suzanne Giesman, and then maybe people will come to the network and go, oh, well, what's April Wyatt talking about? Oh, this is, this is helpful. So we just wanted to find a place to gather people together to share all of these wonderful teachings from so many different people. And if something doesn't resonate, great, you know, then there might be someone else that, that could be helpful. Because I think some people, um, you know, things will, will land with some people, not with others. Maybe they don't believe in angels or that doesn't work for them. But a, a lot of people find great comfort in imagining that there's a, a, a host of, of spiritual guides and helpers. Great. If that, if that helps you, 
why not, you know, find out a little bit more. I mean, we need that support now more than ever. So we have, we try to cover a lot of different things, grief, uh, sober living, you know, we have a, a show to help people going through recovery from, you know, more of a spiritual perspective, uh, dealing with grief, you know, because that's something we don't like to even talk about, I think, in this country, you know, like other other countries, you'll see people like wailing and, you know, like really expressing their grief where we're told, you know, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I, that always bothers me during an interview. If someone's really saying something that's profound and, and and they feel they have to apologize for crying, why? Why should you say you're sorry? <laughs> it, it's just a little thing that I notice. People always do that. Like, I don't want to cry. But it hurts. You should cry. So anyway, just we want to we want to support people along their path with all of these all of these different teachings, and and we're bringing on on more all the time. So hoping that, to build I, our empire. <laughs> yes, and really, since I started, what has it been? About two years now, almost. Yeah. Uh, there, at least, tripled the amount of people that were on there when I was there in the beginning. And yeah. it's just beautiful to see all the different uh, modalities and support for people. So that way they can, again, it's just relieving that pressure, that stress, that tension, you know, letting go of that, having less of that mental clutter. And then that way you can have more um, expansion in your lives. And, and why not expand with a community that is uh, support and really truly cares about you? We do. I mean, That's... we we talk to people before we bring them on. You know, Tina and I will meet with them to make sure that they're a fit, you know, on both sides, because we don't want anyone that's going to be promoting like anything fear-based or not really helpful or you know, down that path. Um, but like you came to us through Rachel, who's, uh, you know, angel communicator in Iowa and her, her podcast has grown, your podcast has grown. And I think it's just great to see everybody, you know, kind of growing together. And we really want to encourage that, you know, with all of the hosts, you know, have people interview each other on, on different podcasts and, and promote, so we're hoping to continue, you know, continue to grow and expand. And yeah, we're over, hopefully we'll be at 60 people by the end of the year oh, to you know, bring exciting. on a few more. Yeah, we hope maybe more, you know, some people, uh, you know, there are some shows that'll fall off, you know, some shows that'll, that'll come on. So it'll be, that's always be kind of an ebb and flow, but mm -hmm. we, we really are committed to bringing this kind of information to people without the dogma or the judgment, or you have to do this, this, and this, you know, let people explore on their own what works for them. Because I think spirituality is so individual and so broad, you know, we all have different experiences and we all come to things in a different way, you know, so it is very personal. I mean, I'm, I'm married to an atheist. He doesn't believe in anything. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow that works out, you know, I let him come to things in, in his way and mm -hmm. I, I come to things in my way. Yes. And it's just accepting, right. Accepting yes. for the person who they are and uh, 
Yeah. And so I have another question. So in the very beginning, before we started recording, you said that there's new things, new expansion happening with mindbodyspirit.fm. Can you just give us a little uh, sample or a tidbit of that, of your you and Tina's hopes and dreams? Well, we're hoping to expand more to bring on more amazing teachers and to align ourselves with you know, other organizations like earlier this year, we were, we were able to work with spirituality and health magazine and bring on their podcast. So we're looking to work with other organizations like that, uh, teaching centers, retreat centers. Um, we're hoping to, uh, eventually do events. I mean, we would love to have a live event like a mind, body, spirit.fm event with different teachers, I'm not sure where, where it would be location wise. My hands up right now. (laughs) Wouldn't that be great? Because I think that something we realized too, is that we really need community face to face and Mm -hmm. to be, maybe to be able to have an event somewhere physically. And if not, we could do it virtually too, you know, just have people come online in maybe a zoom forum or something like that to be able to talk to people and, and interact so hoping to grow in those areas, uh, grow our, our newsletter to be able to, you know, spread some more information, but not spam people. We don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also to work with, uh, you know, doing other promotions for for things that, you know, people can enjoy. Like we did a promotion with a documentary film earlier this year called Gratitude Revealed. And just, you know, offering people, oh, you know, here's a, a free link to watch this film. Um, and then also some of our hosts contributed a podcast on the theme of gratitude. So we're thinking of maybe doing more themes where people can contribute if they want to, you know, about kindness or, you know, overcoming, uh, you know, overcoming depression or something like that, you know, different topics, because all of our, all of our teachers uh, are are so knowledgeable in, in so many different ways, you know, so many different modalities that, I see a lot of different ways we can really create content that would, that'll continue to inspire and and help people. So those are just a couple of the things. Uh, That's very exciting. Thank you for sharing that with us, Diane. And it's all about, again, the co-creating community, but also I call it like expanding the collective consciousness too. you know, knowing that uh, it is, safe to explore these different areas and you know just see what what fits you and your needs I think that's what's right. really it's going to be different it's going to be different mm-hmm. for everybody and I I think back there was a great commercial this was a few years ago for a gym and it showed these two burly guys and they're working out together and in the background there's a yoga class and one of the burly guys keeps looking over looking over he's interested and his friend's like well why don't you go check it out and then he finally goes into the yoga class. And I always thought that was so funny. I, I can't remember the gym. Maybe it was 24-hour fitness or something. But the the thing was, well, there's something for everyone here. You know, hey, it's okay for big burly guy to go in the yoga class. He probably needs it more than anybody. Uh, but for people to explore, you know, if you're interested in in mediumship or, or Reiki or some of these other modalities, I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they're there for you to explore. Maybe it'll work for you. Maybe not. But to just educate yourself yourself and and see yes and also share right with other people it might not 
be your cup of tea, but you might know somebody who might be interested in that. And then sharing that, that's also, you know, um, expanding the collective consciousness as well. Right. We all need it. We need to lift up a little bit. Yes, we do. Well, thank you, Diane, for being here, for expanding the collective consciousness and co-creating with me today. And for those who are interested, maybe they are interested in becoming a podcaster or want to check out mindbodyspirit.fm. First, what is your contact information? And then secondly, the mindbodyspirit.fm information. Well, people can definitely go and check out the site, you know, mindbodyspirit.fm. Everybody has a, a show page, myself included. I have my my humble podcast that I put out there and I, I still enjoy it. And I think like we were talking about releasing the outcome, like if, if five people like it, I'm happy because I, I always assume nobody's listening. So I like to talk to to thought leaders and, and people like you and people that are doing amazing things. And you can contact me through that. You can also, you know, info at mindbodyspirit.fm. I, I see all of those emails. I answer all of those. And all of our podcasters are available on our free mobile app. So people can download that and listen. And also wherever you get your podcast, you know, all of the podcasters are on Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora, you name it, you know, every, every app, whatever you prefer to listen, you know, look for our, look for our people, just do a search and we're always growing. So keep coming back and and checking to see who else Mm. is a part of the collective. Yes, it's so true. Well, thank you again, Diane. I so appreciate you you and being part of mindbodyspirit.fm has truly been an amazing experience. And I'm just very excited for the growth and the expansion that's happening here. Me too. And thank you for being a part of it and and your teachings. Well, and thank you all listeners who are listening or watching right now. And if you've enjoyed this series, less is more, please, you know, drop in a comment, let Diane know what you enjoyed hearing from her today. And also please subscribe. So that way you will be notified when other content is on this channel. And until next time, my friends, be well. Thanks for tuning in for the Less is More series. I hope you enjoyed Diane Ray. She is great. And don't take my word for it. Go on over to mindbodyspirit.fm. Check out all the other talents and people that are there to help support you because that's what the community is all about is to co-create and provide you with some great resources for you. And in the meantime, please remember to hit subscribe, like, please leave me a comment. I just, I really want to hear from you. I don't know what people are thinking, but I do. I really care. And I really want to hear your feedback and your interactions about how you are applying less is more in your life. Until next time, be well, my friends.
Do you ever feel that calling that you should be doing more with your life? If you're unhappy with the status quo, I can help. My name is Elias Patras, and I'm an intuitive motivator, psychic medium, and motivational speaker. I know that feeling, and on my podcast, Your Inner Voice, I can help you answer that call to step into your life's purpose. I will show you how to recognize and listen to the signs and signals that are all around us and help you tap into your intuition. Join me for the show here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's connect, educate, and grow on this journey together.